When Elsie came outside into the backyard to see why her husband was shouting her name, she saw Albert lying on his back in the grass, his little legs splayed apart and his head thrust backward. She was sure something awful had happened to him, but when her alligator raised his head and smiled at her, she knew he was all right. The relief she felt was palpable and nearly overwhelming. After all, she loved Albert more than just about anything in the whole world. She knelt and scratched his belly, while he waved his paws in delight and grinned his most toothsome grin. At just a little over two years old, Albert was over four feet long, which was big for his age according to a book Elsie had read about alligators. He was covered with a thick skin of exquisite olive-colored scales, with yellow bands on his side that the book said would disappear over time. Raised ridges rippled down his length, even to the tip of his tail, and his belly was soft and creamy. His expressive eyes were the color of gold, but glowed a compelling red at night. His face was quite striking, his nostrils perfectly placed atop the tip of his snout to allow him to breathe while resting in the water, and an endearing overbite that presented rows of brilliantly white teeth. He was, Elsie believed, about the handsomest alligator there ever was. Of course, Albert was also smart. So smart he followed Elsie around the house like a dog, and when she sat down, he crawled into her lap and let her pet him like a house cat. This was good because she was no longer able to have either a dog or a cat, due to Albert's tendency to ambush them from under the bed or out of the little concrete pond her father had built for him. Albert had never actually eaten either a dog or a cat, but he'd come close, enough so that both species had declared the Hickam house and yard off-limits for at least the next century. After smiling back at her little boy, as she liked to call him, Elsie took note of her husband, who had ceased yelling and was just looking at her with an expression that she interpreted as somewhat peevish. She could not help but also note that he was dressed in a rather peculiar fashion, which led her to ask, Homer, where are your pants? Homer did not answer her directly. Instead, he said, Me or that alligator? Then he said it again, this time low and slow. Me... Or that alligator. Elsie sighed. What happened? I was sitting on the toilet doing my business when your alligator climbed out of the bathtub and grabbed my pants. If I hadn't climbed out of them and run out here, he'd have surely killed me. I guess if Albert wanted to kill you, he'd have done it a long time ago. So, what do you want me to do? Choose. Either me or him. That's it. There it was. How long, she wondered, had this been coming at her? At them both? At them all? Yet she had no answer other than the one she gave. I'll think it over. Homer was incredulous. You're going to think it over when it's me or that alligator? Yes, Homer. That is exactly what I'm going to do, Elsie said then flipped Albert over and beckoned him to follow. Come on, little boy. Mama's got some nice chicken for you in the kitchen. Homer watched in disbelief as Elsie led Albert inside the house. At the fence, Jack Rose, neighbor and fellow coal miner, approached and coughed politely. You're gonna catch cold, son, he said. 
Maybe you ought to go put on some pants. Homer's face turned crimson. Did you hear? Everybody on this row likely heard. Homer knew he was in for some terrible ribbing. Coal miners always like to take a man down a notch, and Homer being chased into the yard without his pants by Elsie's alligator was going to make it easy for them. Help me out, Jack, he pleaded. Don't tell anybody about this. Okay, Rose said amiably. But I can't guarantee the missus. He nodded over his shoulder to the window where Mrs. Rose stood with a big grin. Knowing he was doomed, Homer hung his head. That night over supper, Homer paused over his brown beans and cornbread. Have you thought it over yet? About me and Albert? Elsie didn't look at him. Not yet. Homer was clearly miserable. I'm going to catch heck from the other miners about being chased outside without my pants. Elsie still did not look at him. She was staring at her beans as if they were sending her a message. I have a solution, she said. 